from the great, the great Pelican State. Welcome to What Makes Me Weird with Joel Sharpton. I'm your host, Joel Sharpton, and this is the podcast. Uh, every week we have a different guest on to this show to talk about their passion for their industry, their art form, or their hobby, the thing that sets them apart and makes them weird. Well, uh, we've been releasing, though, an ongoing series of older podcasts that I did with my wife. We've done Modern American Love Story Part 1 and 2, and I told you there was a third part that had already been released on my very first podcast that I ever started, a show called Two Guys, One Podcast, that I co-hosted with my buddy Josh from Always Listening Pod, where we review podcasts every week. He and I used to do this show. It was an explicit comedy show. It was just the two of us hanging out. It was really an excuse for us to spend time together every week. But one of the cool things that came out of that is during some of the time where we couldn't get together and record an episode... It's time to live up to our name. Avengers Endgame is now the biggest movie ever. Oh, yeah! See it first on digital download. I like this one. Watch instantly on all your devices. That's pretty good, right? Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame. Available to download and keep now. Just like that. Yeah, just like that. My wife would come in. She was my girlfriend at first, and then my wife, um, Kelly. I, I called her Honey Bun. I still do, as a matter of fact. And she and I recorded sort of a, a, a chronicle, a, a record of what our relationship was like. We have a very interesting story, I think. A story that a lot of people share, uh, but doesn't get talked about that much. We're we call ourselves a second act story. We've both been married before. Uh, hers, her first marriage ended in uh, suicide. Uh, her husband um, passed away, killed himself, uh, far too young. And mine ended in divorce. We are a blended family. We've got two boys from my previous marriage, and now we've got two twins, uh, twin girls that are just about to turn two years old. She and I are going to record a new episode right around the girl's birthday at the end of November uh, sometime and, and talk about where we are now and where the girls have come or how far the girls have come in this time. But before we got to that, I needed you to be able to hear all of the story. So go back, look for the episodes of this podcast that include that story. Just look for Modern American Love Story. You can listen to parts one and two, um, but you're going to get part three today. And this was very shortly after, or it was recorded very shortly after the girls first came home with us, after they were first born. And uh, we talk a lot about the end of the pregnancy. We talk about the labor and delivery. We talk about what it's like having two at the house now. Um, I think there's a lot of good, a lot of good to be found in this. I will warn you, there is some explicit language in this, and the episode will be marked as such. All of these have a little bit of explicit language, but I think that just goes to the reality of our relationship and the frankness with which we discuss it and approach it. Kelly and I, we are very honest people with each other, with our friends, with the public at large. We live our lives out in the open. I think that's helpful. Um, it is for me, at least. I don't know any other way to be. And I, I hope that it's helpful for other people, too, that they see that a lot of the things that people don't talk about are things that other people are going through. So, um, Anyway, whether this is just entertaining or enlightening or helpful to you, I don't know, but I think you're going to enjoy it regardless. Um, so without further ado, let's get into Modern American Love Story Part 3, featuring me, one guy, and my lovely wife, Kelly Honeybun. <laughs> you're too timid. I'm not timid. It's been a while. It's okay. It's been a while. Since I've been podcasting. 
<laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, uh, is this is this the first time that babies have been in this studio? That, I'm sure that's not the case. I'm sure this is you not think, the first time that think? babies have been in the studio. This is probably the first time, if I get specific, this is probably the first time that infant twin girls have been in the studio. Probably the first sure. time that infant twins, period, yes. have been in the studio. You know what it definitely won't be the first time for? What? If someone gets shit on while we're in here tonight, it will not be the first time that someone's been shit on in the studio. I can I can guarantee you. What? That's radio is a crazy business. <laughs> Two guys, one podcast. I'm one guy. You should really dump your boyfriend now that we've taken our bathroom break. Yeah. Two guys, one podcast. And I'm Honey Bun. Oh, I forgot what I'm supposed to say. Uh, You're welcome. Two guys, one podcast. Your future boyfriend and eventual husband. Break her heart later, but for now, enjoy her. Two guys, one podcast. I'm one guy. And I'm Honey Bun. And this is how I became her handsome. And this is how I became his beautiful. Is there a story there? I don't have a personal story. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know the time that somebody got shit on. And that's the time that somebody got shit on in the studio. No, I don't. But I'm assuming that it's happened before. <laughs> DJs are crazy. Hey, I'm going to take this away from you because I think you're asleep. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think they're going to stay awake. I think you're supposed to. You know, you know what else? This this is definitely the first time that someone has done baby-wise scheduling in this studio. <laughs> uh, you ready to start? Parents for the win. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Two Guys One Podcast. I'm one guy. And I'm Honey Bun. And this is how I became her handsome. And this is how I became his beautiful. Part three. Uh, part modern three. modern American love story, part three. Uh, this is, uh, we're, we're going to talk about our, our little girls. We got, and little girls, plural. When last, when last we left you, <laughs> unbeknownst to our dynamic duo, there were twin babies right? of bacon. <laughs> Can you hear me all right? Uh, you should if you if you don't mind pull it in tighter to okay. you like ju- yeah it just grab the hole grab know. there and get yeah, get it you see how is close that, mine is yeah but I didn't know if your little thingy on the front if that just, changes things yeah all that does is it keeps me from popping and from spitting in it really okay yeah so I can spit in mine well no because you see the fuzzy thing on yours oh yeah and it does the same thing effectively okay it's the same idea hmm. Yeah, she's like out like a light mostly. I'm sure she's fixing to be too. It's I'm, okay. They'll be fine. Well, I'm I'm we'll just survive. thinking I'm thinking, you know, we'll just I'll toss her I'll toss her around a little bit. Just, just <laughs> so shake we'll her up. Real, just don't shake the baby. <laughs> I mean not literally shake her, you know. I'm aware. I've hey, I did two of these already and I didn't break either one of them. Um so hey, welcome back to the studio. Thank you. Uh nothing's wrong with other guy. I we just I thought, hey, we're at episode eighty and uh you know, it's like Christmas slash New Year's week, mm-hmm. and it's holiday time, and and it might be kind of a nice time to do a little, a little family show. And you and I, I had, I took a week off from work, and I thought, there's so we have all the time in the world, and I thought, oh, we'll record, we'll record two or three episodes this week, and and you know, we'll have stuff for, you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks. It is Saturday at eight fifteen. And mm-hmm. uh, we're finally getting into the studio. The only way we could get in now is if we brought the babies with yep. us. They all with us. Um, I think that that tells you exactly how busy it is with twins. We're going to back up a little bit, though, and we're going to talk about the pregnancy 
and we're going to talk about uh, the the delivery and the labor and all of that stuff, and we're going to talk about um, what it's like having these uh, beautiful little girls at home. Um, but and, and we're also finally going to get to you mentioned this in the first episode of of our podcast together. Uh, but we're finally going to get to the list. You've got this running list of, of quotes and phrases, and we're going to discuss a few items off of that um, okay. before we, we round up tonight. Um, but first, let's start with this. In the last uh, episode of our podcast, which you can hear, uh, at, you can find links especially to it uh, at uh, twoguysonepod.com. Uh, it's Modern American Love Story uh, and then Modern American Love Story Part 2. Uh, in the last episode... Like we left off with uh, the the parents knew uh, that we were having a baby. Uh, we had gone to, I think, one doctor's appointment already and yeah. confirmed the pregnancy and that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, you were happy, healthy, everything was going well. And then early on, it's like you don't go to the doctor for weeks at a time. Right. And so we were kind of in between doctor visits. And I think the next doctor visit was going to be... The ultrasound. Right. So you were probably like 16 weeks, 18 weeks along, something like that? When we recorded? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. last time. So we were you were at twenty one weeks when That's we had 19. the nineteen weeks when we went to the ultrasound tech. Right. And uh we hadn't been in her <laughs> office like I mean you, you well, I say been in her office. We were in her office for a while. But she hadn't you know, she she, she squeezes the, the goo all over you, uh, from from top to tail pretty much. <laughs> and then uh, she starts running the thing over your belly and all of a sudden she's like, All right. First pregnancy, huh? And I, you were like, yes, yep. yes for me. Okay. And, uh, well, I got some surprises for you today. First ultrasound? Yep. Yeah, that's it. First ultrasound? Yes. Okay. Uh, I got some surprises for you today. Two, in fact. Twins. What was the first thing that ran through your mind? Uh, what? That's what... It was just surprise, just yeah, shock? Like, I just, no. <laughs> I was like, did she say I misheard twins? her. Yeah. And then my second thought was... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Surely she means I have twin uteruses or something, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I really, I I was very surprised at spontaneous twins. That's what they call them, apparently. Spontaneous twins. Yes. When they don't run in the family like a lot or something? Or no, what is that? Just, just like when you don't have to help getting pregnant with them. Oh. That's what I've learned on reading on the... On the Facebook. Spontaneous twins? Spontaneous twins. That sounds so... So ridiculous. I don't stupid. I don't know how I feel about that at all. I know. I'm like, why don't you just say natural twins? Like, spontaneous Well, I guess, I guess that implies that the other kind would be unnatural. Those yeah. are unnatural twins over there. Yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> yes. It's ridiculous. Spontaneous. I got news for you. All twins are unnatural. <laughs> I, this, is, this is not... It's, it's... Look, there is a reason why human beings have single births as as the rule. Uh, multiple births is hard, folks. It's hard on the mama. It's hard on uh, the family. It's hard on the babies, too. But you know what's awesome? This is, like, the one thing that I'm, like, most excited about. And I th- immediately I'm with you. I thought, oh, shit, pretty much. Yeah. Like, first I thought, well, what? No, I you, just didn't. It was I, so funny, though, because you, like, she said twins, and immediately you said, well, no, she said, actually, I have two surprises and i didn't really catch what she said at first and you immediately said you are kidding and i was like oh shit there's two babies in there. 
And then, then I think you said twins, and she said twins, and I and I, I said what? <laughs> so I just I verbalized it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't. Yeah, you just kept you kept saying over and over again. You are, you are kidding me. What? It was shocking. Yeah. But once the like okay, so once I gave it a day or two, and it had like begun to sink in a little bit, I actually got a little excited, and 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 I've told you this several times. I like the fact that we get to do. Two kids, but we get them all out of the way at the same time. Right. <laughs> like our retirement right. plan isn't off any further. Exactly. <laughs> get diapers out of the way at the same time, pie turning out of the way at the same time, teething. Just get it all done. One fell swoop. So, I mean, I know everybody has already asked you this, but nobody has asked you on a recording before. How... When you, I mean, I know you don't know any different from a single pregnancy to a twin pregnancy because right. you've only had one. But there was a time when you thought it was a single pregnancy, mm-hmm. and then there was a time when you knew it was twin pregnancy. Right. What was the? How was the emotional and mental state different in the in the knowing you're having a baby to knowing you're having babies? Um, it's a lot scarier, just the unknown, because like it, they the doctors tell you everything's different. And and I mean I don't I don't know that everything's different because I don't have anything to compare it to, but it is scarier. Like everything is doubled. Your risk of your risks are greater, and I mean the rewards are greater. They're awesome and they're great and they're healthy. But like you know, it's two two daycare bills, twice the diapers, twice the feedings, you know, twice the worry. <laughs> so I think I I think the the latter the second half of my pregnancy was much more emotionally stressful on me, even if I didn't outwardly look it internally. I was very, very stressed, um, just scared, but excited, but really scared. It took me a long time to to wrap my to wrap my head around, it. and I had just gotten used to the idea of having one, and then boom, two. Yeah, I mean, and. It's it's worth reiterating because it's possible that somebody has stumbled upon this as as the first episode. Which, by the way, if you if you have, normally the show is not like this. This is two guys one podcast, and you're at two guys one pod dot com. Um, normally we're a little comedy show, and it's me and my buddy, uh, one guy and the other guy. This week though, it's one guy and Honey Bun. Uh, this is my wife. She's joining me on the show, uh, and there are uh, backstory episode one and episode two of our of our story that you can go back and listen to uh, if this is your first time. Um, but we're talking about the birth of our twins today. It it's it was scary as hell. I've talked to you about it a lot, and I know I've talked. I think I, on the show before with with the other guy. It, it's it was terrifying to me, and especially when every time you go to the doctor, they're telling you about the increased risk of this and the increased risk of that, right. because it's a twin birth or a twin pregnancy. Um, what was your like? You told me very early on. After we knew it was twins, you told mm-hmm. me that you thought they were going to be born on December 3rd, December 3rd. which would have been a week earlier than the doctors were saying was like the maximum they were going to let you go. Right. And like three weeks early from their real quote unquote due, due date. date. Yeah, they were due December 24th. Doctors told me they weren't going to let me go past 38 weeks, which is December 10th, was December 10th. And then, um, yeah, I just, I, I just had this feeling that I was going to go to December 2nd and go into labor and have them December 3rd. And if I had not had the issues that I wanted up having, like, 
I bet I would have. I bet I would have gone into labor. I think it's entirely possible. I think the, I would have. Let me ask you this, because like, okay, so you you thought you had a feeling that I'm you were going to go sleep. into labor. Do what? I'm just letting her sleep. All right. She wakes up. She wakes up. You thought you were going to go into labor like December third. Did you have a like? A woman's intuition, woman's premonition, whatever. Did you have a feeling that it was going to be okay, that the babies were going to be all oh, right, yeah. the pregnancy was going to be, even though you had fears, right. you felt like everything was going to be fine. Ooh, um, yeah, I did. I felt I, I, I really did. I kind of felt like talking to the mic. If oh, sorry, That's I kind of right. felt like if anything was going to happen, it's not like you got a baby to watch or anything. <laughs> um, if anything was going to happen, like maybe they would have like a couple of hours or maybe an overnight stay in the NICU. But I really, I didn't fear that they were going to come super early. I just, I, you know, from the from the first day, from the day I found out I was, I was pregnant, I was like, I'm going to birth this baby, and I'm going to be awesome, and it's going to be great, and I got this. Like, I, I had confidence in myself and my body to do the work, you know? Hello. <laughs> Hello. That's baby B. That's it's the uh, the the audio debut of my youngest child. <laughs> but yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't really have any huge fears. I about after they arrived. <clears throat> Let me ask you. Let's well, well, let's run through the the pregnancy uh, the, uh, checklist. Okay. Uh, what about cravings? Did you have any crazy cravings? No, and I. I mean, you you might debunk that or whatever, but I, I kind of wish I did. Like, every once in a while, I would say, ooh, I really want an Icy. Or, ooh, I want a turkey melt. Or, you know, something like that. But it wasn't a, anything. But that's no, normally I'm like that. Yeah. I From from my side of it, it, it seemed to me like you had occasionally – like strong desires. Right. But when you think of pregnancy cravings, what you think of is craving odd things or craving odd combinations or foods that, that you don't normally like. And there wasn't really anything like that. Like you didn't all of a sudden start eating ham. No. <laughs> no, sir. Uh-uh. But I, I did in the beginning of the pregnancy, I did have one. I wanted crawfish so bad. And it was, no, it was still in season. It was the very end. But like, but when it was that Prices I wanted it, prices were high or something. It was they were hard to find. Like, I, yeah, it was, I think it was just hard to find. They yeah. were small or they were crappy or something. But yeah, I couldn't find any, and I was so upset because I really, really wanted some, and I just couldn't find it. That was the only thing I, I ever really wanted that I couldn't get. What was your of like the of the standard pregnancy symptoms? Uh, you know, we're talking about weight gain, talking about like morning sickness, talking about uh, the cravings, talking about not being able to sleep on your back. Of the standard pregnancy yeah. hang-ups. What was your le- what was the worst part of pregnancy of those normal those things? things? Yeah. Um, not being able to sleep on my stomach. It was like the was number one terrible. Like just because I've oh, she's like cross-eyed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no wait, we should we should specify she's not actually cross-eyed she currently has crossed her eyes as she's staring at her mother uh that's um, this baby a over there mm-hmm. my namesake um but is, it, is, is namesake does namesake mean person you got your name from or person you gave your name to namesake is person you got your name from she's your namesake 
uh, road. Think. No, so I am her namesake. Yes, you are her namesake. Yeah. A road sign is my namesake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a road sign is your namesake. That is correct. <laughs> All right, I, 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 we we were we were discussing um, that. Sleeping on your back or not? No, sleeping on the stomach. S- stomach. Yes. Um. That. That was terrible. Like and. It, but then, you know, I felt pretty good throughout the pregnancy. I mean, I had, like, aches and pains. Like, my hips would hurt. Like, there was a, there was a couple of times where I would get up and I felt like I was 90 years old. Like, my hips would really hurt. But um, not sleeping on my stomach was terrible. That's that's Shakira's comeback album. Because my hips don't Ooh. hurt. Ooh, what'd you do? <laughs> I'm a terrible runner. <laughs> I'm so- I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry. She's fine. She's fine. Sympathy, sympathy <laughs> cries are a real thing. It's okay, Mama. Sorry. Please forgive me. What? No, you are not gonna eat. Did they eat? They ate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they eat? <laughs> you don't have pregnancy brain as an excuse anymore what's, what's, what's they your... say it follows you look they're all oh, it follows you for a while you're saying yes. there's a hangover period for pregnancy I'm, brain I'm, look i got twins how long so now is always it, on my boobs is it breastfeeding brain is yes, that what it's called it's breastfeeding brain <laughs> we're going with that um but we can we can both attest pregnancy brain is a real thing. I say true. Like the idea, like your short term memory, your like ability to it's multitask. Just like you just can't get your thoughts together yeah. sometimes. <laughs> so not all the time, but I know make with the talk pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to use the sleep. I need to use the sleep. <laughs> you need to use the sleep. I think Me I need, need to, to use, use the sleep. sleep. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of that. And, the, and that continues though, even <laughs> after the girls came home, like that's not just about being pregnant. I, but it was like, you definitely had nights where like you're too uncomfortable in bed. You end up like, I'm going to sit in the recliner and kind of mm-hmm. like doze lightly all night right. long. And then yeah. I'll come get back in bed when I feel like, yeah, I kind of got a little restless leggy, you know? Restless leggy. Yes. That the, that's the official diagnosis. That's the, that's the medical. What's wrong with what's wrong with anyone? Oh, term. she's restless leggy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did I did get that a little bit, and that was kind of uncomfortable in the car, like if we were driving to the doctor's appointments or something. But I mean, yeah, sleeping on my stomach sucked, and I'm not quite back there yet. Like I can't fully sleep on my stomach yet. I'm almost there. My, my stomach is still a little. Tinder. I'm like, picturing you like propping yourself up at like ever increasing angles. I do. That's exactly <laughs> what I do. I like bring my leg up. Like I go lay on my side and I'll kind of lay on my belly a little bit and I'll pull my leg up and I'm like, oh, so nice. <laughs> it's so close. Yeah, I'm like a little bit more soon. Soon. I'm like, maybe by the new year. <laughs> <laughs> I have these conversations in my head. I don't mean to make light because I like to sleep on my stomach too sometimes. Right? I do. You jerk. Like, <laughs> every time every time I see you lay on your stomach, I'm like Fuck God, you. Oh, why can't that be me? 
Um, uh, your time's coming. Your time's coming. Um, so let's talk a little bit about like towards the end of the pregnancy. You know, one of the big things that everybody discusses is nesting. Yeah. <laughs> I I had thought several times that you were nesting. I was like, oh, she's going through a nesting phase. And it wasn't really that. It would be like you just saw a project that needed to get done on the house. And so, like, you were, you were you had a little energy and pushed it in that direction that day or that afternoon or whatever. I knew you had really entered your nesting phase, though, when you decided that the family all needed ornaments. And, and more than ornaments, Christmas stockings. <laughs> you decided this, I think, in... September like no it was the end um was it the was it was it October I don't yeah, think it was, it was like, I don't think no, it was it even was. October when you ordered them no 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 it was it was after because after Deb died okay and she died October 24th oh wow all right yeah so it was right at Halloween right all right well <laughs> all Hallow's Eve uh, the <laughs> the goose the ghosts and ghoulies put the fear in you yeah. you're like it's it is the season <laughs> yes my friends <laughs> Uh, you though, you do, you don't just go to the store and get a stocking. You <laughs> ordered a cross stitch pattern. Yeah. Cause. Cause what you needed was uh, something to do. Fucking project. <laughs> you know, God. really, really time intensive <laughs> something thinking? used both your hands. That's what you need. I'm not even sure where it is right now. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's under the table, like the end table. Between the recliner and the sofa. I think that's where my bag is. With all the important stuff? Like, <laughs> I I haven't opened it since the week before the girls were born. They're we're going to find it in a little cubby hole somewhere. Like, Jake will <laughs> have finished together. a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> the dog has become sentient and has started knitting clothes. People keep it too fucking cold in this house. Yes, um, but I did. Yes. But I... You know, I I, I wanted thought, I want to talk about the fact that you were going to make Brandon a stocking, even though there's no Brandon in our house. <laughs> I I came home I came home one day and you were like, "Do you want to see what you're going to get?" And I'm like, "Yeah." First of all, so the family is going to get stockings, and you are going to do this cross stitch thing. You're determined to do this, but the problem is there it's it's very time intensive. Yes, and no one has one currently. You have one. I, I say no one. And That's I didn't not true. Use it you have a fancy year. one. Yes, but you're not going to use it until the family. All has. No, I'm going to make myself idea. one, but mine's going to be the last one I make. I'm going to make everybody else's first. Oh, look at you, little Betsy Ross. And that's the flag maker, right? It Betsy is. Ross? Okay, good. Yes. Um, so so I come home and you're like, do you want to see your stocking? Because you're going to start with me. The the paterfamilias, as it were. Uh, you're like, do you want to see your stocking? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You already got it done. You're like, no, asshole. I'm, I'm going to show you the package. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, okay. So you hold up this package and it's an adorable, it's like a detailed like snowman standing in front of like a cypress tree. I mm-hmm. Not a cypress tree, but like a fir tree of some sort, yeah. you know, Christmas tree. And there's snow on the ground and it's, you know, like snowflakes in the air. And then at the top it says, it's, it's like a white band on the stocking and the name. And the name on the stocking is Brandon. Brandon is not my <laughs> My name, my name is Joel, and I said, "That's lovely." Am I going to need to change my name at Christmas time? You going to start calling me Brandon? It's Brandon, a fellow that I need to worry about. No, Why no, you making Brandon stocking? No, no, Walmart, Walmart, mm. pick Brandon mm. or the company. So I'm wondering if you're making it all by pattern, though. Yeah. How do how do you make the name if there's no pattern for Joel? There are there are pattern like each letter has its own. It has. Oh, all you do is put the letter patterns together. Right. Look at that. 
They think of everything. I know. What do you do if it's too many letters across? Like, what if my name is like Zachary, Merry Christmas, Zacharias Nebuchadnezzar? Then your name is Zach. <laughs> or too bad, so sad. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Whiny. You, you <laughs> cross, cross stitch and leet speak? Mm-hmm. Uh, use text language? Yes. You abbreviate that song, bitch. <laughs> um, what else do you want to talk about about the pregnancy before we get to the burfin? I think I think I think that's about there. I'm trying to think if there was something else that I wanted to mention. Um, I didn't I didn't feel them like I never saw my like people talk about they're like seeing an elbow roll or whatever. Like, oh my god, that was a foot. Did you see yeah. that foot in my belly? I didn't even have any of that. I guess because it was too crowded in there. I think uh, I think it was too crowded, and also there was like there like there's a window for that where right. they're big enough and strong enough to push it out, and small enough to have room to push it. Oh, and back to the nesting thing. Yes. I don't think I actually ever hit my nesting. You think your nesting phase came? Or it would have come it would after have come they after got we here. the babies. Because they say it's like right before, it's like a week or so before the babies arrive. So we, I mean, it was a surprise when they were coming but to us, but I didn't, I didn't have any, like my body was not preparing, you know, it wasn't to like. To have babies. Right. When right. Like they well, I mean, it was preparing to have babies, but just right. at a distance. Yeah. So, you know, I, ne- I don't feel like, I think I would have. Like top to bottom, clean the house, and I was looking forward to that because I felt so useless for so so long. I felt like I didn't do anything, and was so big and pregnant and swollen and whatever. I was kind of looking forward to that burst of energy I was going to get and feel really, really good. And I didn't do that. Well, the problem, of course, is that since you since you were pregnant with twins, I mean, like by that point, you would have definitely been on uh, bed, bed rest. rest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you ended up. I guess this is as good a time as any. You, they ended up so we, you worked until November fifteenth, thirteenth, um, something like that. Yeah, middle of November is the point. Right, and you had a doctor's appointment on a Tuesday, and, and it's Wednesday. It's fetal monitoring. Bethany went Wednesday. With me. That's right. And your coworkers were literally taking bets on whether or not the doctor was going to allow you to come back. Right, uh, and he did not. He did not. In fact, they sent me to the hospital. Uh, and and the cause for that was you had high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really, really swollen, and I had gained 17 pounds of fluid in two weeks, which was ridiculous because I would only gained 25 the entire pregnancy. You did so well. They were, like, so happy with your weight gain. I was 34 weeks pregnant, and, and all of a sudden I gained 17 pounds in two weeks. So and they, I look like the Michelin Man. So they sent you to, uh, they sent you to the hospital. They, yep. Well, and they said, "Hey, you need to go to the hospital and get checked out. We're going to put you on twenty-four uh, hour pee analysis, and yep. we're going to monitor the baby with the fetal heart monitor a lot, and you know we're going to make sure that everything's good, or the babies, and make sure that." Well, everything's they just said we're sending you over to the hospital. We didn't even know it was twenty-four hours till we got there. Oh wow! And we were like, "Oh, it's a twenty-four hour urine collection thing." And my sister and I were like, oh, so we're going to be here overnight. I, I, better call, I better call Joel and tell him that. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, you were with your sister. So I like and I was here. I was at work, actually. So I didn't know about it right away. And once you were on your way to the hospital, you called and you were like, hey, not to freak you out. Everything's OK. But 
these are the things that are happening, and they sent me there. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to wrap up here at work. I'm going to let, and I, I, I think, I don't think we had the boys that day. Mm-hmm. So I was able to come over straight as soon as I got done with work, and I just finished what I needed to do, and then packed my stuff and headed in that direction. You had a list of things, hey, pick up this and pick up this or whatever and come over. Um, so we ended up staying in the hospital about 36 hours that yeah, time. Yeah, just about. So a little more than 24 hours they kept yeah. you. Um, and uh, they finally uh, they finally discharged you, sent you home. You were fine. Everything was cool, except that now bed rest. Yep. So no work anymore. No work. Uh, were you, like, was bed rest, was that like, Oh no! Or was it like <laughs> I get to relax a little bit? It was oh no! I did not want to do it. I really, really, really wanted to make it to Thanksgiving break at work. I really, really wanted to. It was it, it had been my goal. Like I just, I just wanted to, and like, and I knew. And granted, my bed rest wasn't like super restrictive. He said it's more like home rest. Don't go doing crazy stuff, even at the house. Like, you, you can get up and make a sandwich. You can walk. You can take a shower if you want to. You can walk around the right, house. Right, but can, don't do not do any housework. Don't run the vacuum do cleaner. Don't, right. Don't do Get anything. on a stepladder and clean the curtains. Right. You can't even do the dishes, like, because I don't want you standing there unloading and doing, like, there's too much time on your feet. And, like, I was tired, but I, I just, I was not looking forward to it. So for a week you stayed home and you kind of relaxed and uh, and you got some rest and you finished up a few things you yeah. packed bags and that kind of thing, uh, and then all of a sudden uh, I say all of a sudden no it wasn't all of a sudden the we had another doctor's Tuesday. appointment next Tuesday, uh, the next checkup we go to see the the specialists mm-hmm. and again they said go back to the hospital yeah the the girl told me she said. She was asking me all these questions, the ultrasound tech, and I was answering them. And I would fill them in on everything that happened the week prior. And she said, you are answering these questions all wrong. I bet you they're going to send you to have these babies today. And I was like, oh, really? And I I was kind of like, all right. And then whatever. And then in the, other, the other thing, I was like, no, they better not. Like, what are you talking about? And you were in the bathroom. So when you came in, I was just like, hey, they're telling me I'm answering these questions wrong. And so the doctor came in and he was like, we're going to have babies today or tomorrow. You go in the hospital and call your doctor. I was so excited. I was a little nervous. I was freaking out. I was, and, and I know you were like, I knew then, like, you were unprepared. I mean, you were prepared, you were ready. But you were like, I'm not ready. There's supposed to be more time. I'm supposed to have like two more weeks to figure this out. And I, more than unprepared though, more than like worried, whatever, I was just excited that it was going to be over. I was so on edge about you being pregnant, about the fact that now they had, there was some complications and that you had to go on bed rest, that you'd been in the hospital and that potentially there were, you know, complications for the girls as well. I just, I wanted the thing done. I knew once yeah. they were here, I knew that the doctors would know what they needed to do to take care of them and you, and it would all be fine. But while they were inside, there was nothing any of us could do. It was all <laughs> on you. And so I was just really excited that we were going to have them. Um, but we came back over and uh, we, we checked into the hospital and, you know, alerted the family. And all of a sudden, there we were. It was baby palooza. 2013. It was ridiculous. Uh, we had uh, a very nice turnout, I thought, in the hospital. Oh, hey, can I go back yeah. for a second? 
Rewind. Um, I do have some advice for people that when we're talking about the pregnancy. <laughs> I got a few things I want to tell you people. Yes. Do not. Do not ever look at your pregnant girlfriend or wife or sister or coworker or just person on the street and ask them how they are doing. And when they tell you really how they're doing because they're pregnant, they're going to tell you how they really are doing. Don't tell them, oh, just you wait. <laughs> it gets worse. Really? Really? I had no idea. I had no idea it was going to get worse. I was going to get even bigger. My boobs were going to get sore. My hips were going to spread. I was going to go into labor and have to push this baby out. <laughs> or get sliced open and then have a nurse on me 12 times a day. Fuck you. Like, I didn't know. Really? Oh, well, it's just... We I should, changed my mind. We should make uh we should make PSAs. God. We should make PSAs like the it gets better bullying and uh and like LGBT <laughs> commercials or whatever. Yes. We should make it gets worse. It gets about, worse. about pregnancy. Suck it so up. So you you're pansy. pregnant. You're yes. glowing. All of your family members are ecstatic. You're planning your uh you, you know, your your uh your showers and yes. your uh registries, etc. Did you know that soon you won't have ankles? <laughs> Stretch marks will cover more of your body than tattoos do now. <laughs> it's terrible. It was, oh, people, people are stupid. <laughs> but anyway, yes, it was. There was a good, very good turnout at the hospital, and I was, I was less than pleased with the turnout the night, the night before the babies were born. I would have rather it been. I don't know. I don't know if I would rather it been nobody there except you and me. But I was, I was so scared. Like I was so scared. I didn't want anybody there. Really? Yeah, I didn't want anybody there. I, and I don't know if you noticed, but I, I told one or two people afterwards. You know, they were like, well, "How was it?" You know, and I said I was terrified. I was so quiet that night. Like there were so many people in and out of the room and. You know, my family, your family, you know, and it was fine. And I was, and everybody was excited and I get that. But I was so quiet. I was so scared. I sh- I really wanted everybody to go. <laughs> but I didn't want to be rude because everybody was so excited. And, and I felt bad not being excited. But I knew that I was fixing to have major surgery. And like, I. Yeah, they were all just like going to get a grandbaby. You were like, yeah, you're going to cut me open in this room back here. Yeah. And like. Yeah, and they were early, and they were 35 weeks, and Hello. I didn't know. Not, Hello. I don't know. I just didn't. I was very nervous. Well, rightfully so. There's nothing. Yeah. I don't think there was anything wrong with that nervousness. But and and I I knew it then. Yeah, it was yeah. obvious that you were nervous. Um. And and I think the family did a pretty good job of. Everybody was wonderful. Like trying to stay at arm's length. Like no, they were around was and so available. Great. Like yeah. everybody, everybody, everything that everybody did and everybody that was there, everybody was wonderful. Like, and the, I, I it just want to. so great. I was me, so appreciative. I was going to say, let me fast forward and say this. Your parents and my parents are really, really good at, at hovering for help mm-hmm. at a convenient and comfortable distance. Yes. Like 
they're right there. Anytime we're like, hey, can you do, they're already there to do it. Like, you don't even have to. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're not up our, like, we never have to chase them away. We never have to say, well, you people leave Okay, yeah, we're done with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't mean this rudely, but get the fuck out of my (laughs) house. Like, we never have to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's awesome. So kudos to our parents. I don't. I, my my mother doesn't listen week to week, but she does listen when you're on. So yeah. she probably heard this. Yeah. Yay, mom! Thank you. Um, yes, she's mm, she's wonderful. Let me say this. I was I was nervous, but more I was really excited. And it occurred to me there finally that night in the hospital while we were waiting. We you know. We got there and it was a couple hours and then we knew, okay, it's going to be tomorrow morning. So like there's a, there was a long period of time ahead of us before anything was really going to happen. And it was mostly just sitting around waiting. Yeah. Um, and we, in that, in that time when I really had some time to like ponder the situation, it occurred to me, it's a little momentous on a like micro family level because for your mother and father, for my mother and father, and so your sisters and my sisters and brother, none of them have twins. No. None of the none of our our parents didn't have twins. Our grandparents on no. either side didn't have twins. Our great grandparents on either side didn't have twins. We both have like extended family cousins or whatever. Right. So it was a little bit of a thing. Yeah, it, was it was. A, it was an event, and people were excited about it. And that was really cool, and it that finally cool. that finally dawned on me that night in the hospital. I was like, "Hey, this is going to be a thing. We're going to be like the like the Beatles or something, you know, <laughs> like a little like a little family Beatles thing. Yeah. Everybody's going to want to keep up with the twins. And that's really really neat. And you know, I'm you know, I've got I've done the I've done the pregnancy thing. Before. Well, I haven't done the pregnancy thing, but I've done the having babies thing before. Right. I got two little boys, of course, son number one and Deuce. And they're very close in age, and you know we get stopped sometimes out in public, and hey, are they twins and that kind of thing? But I had no idea the level of attention and fascination that would accompany actually having twins, it's and that insane. all started for me that night in the hospital. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was, it's very cool. It's it's like some weird science experiment. <laughs> People are just curious. And it's it's different, and it's I mean, but there's so many twins, like, but people yes, still that's treat why, it like it's, like it's so rare. It's like, like it's we bizarre. have five. Yeah, well, and I think it comes down to okay. So in your life, how many twins do you know? You know, maybe a dozen right. sets of twins or whatever, and you know those dozen sets of twins pretty well at different times right. in your life. But at the same time, no one you know intimately are twins, twins you know right. like nobody your sister didn't have twins your cousin your your first cousin anyway like people you are yeah. in your life every day every week you don't have any twins Mm-mm. probably and i think most people are actually that way right like as common as it is it's actually still rare on a up close basis right. so when you have it right there up close it is kind of an exciting thing i'm glad to be in the eye of it but at the same time i really was not prepared for like, I mean, the first time we got them out and we were accosted like six times in Walmart in mm-hmm. like a 45-minute trip. It was insane. It's crazy. People follow you around. Are those twins? Are there two of them? What are you doing? There's two babies there? Well, it's like the day like the day your mom and dad and I took the boys and girls to the mall to get their pictures taken with Santa. Yes. We had, I'm not even kidding. We literally walked in the door 
of JCPenney, like the side door of JCPenney. And I had the girls in the stroller, and the boys were walking. We had just gotten in the door, and this lady asked if they were two sets of twins. <laughs> like, had not even been in the store for a, for a, a full two minutes. And no, ma'am, they're 17 months apart. And, but these, yes, ma'am, those, those two are, are twins. And this one we just stole out of the parking lot. Good Lord. This one's ours. We just kept the other one because, you know, we felt like a matching set would be better looking. Oh, it's crazy. We just borrowed this one for the photo. <laughs> we thought that would be really cute. Santa will love that. Got two boys, two girls. Two it girls. only makes that'll sense. Be, that'll be adorable. Yeah. We'll take her back to the bathroom saw while we're done with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had matching dresses. And then first. Baby A peed all over it was it pee or pee? i thought she shit all over herself oh, both okay there you go i picked her up and she was soaking wet and i was like oh man like a lady yes <laughs> so ladylike so there i am changing her clothes on the on the railing of like the landscaped center of the mall like <laughs> the, the uh the the ferns around the fountains yes like i have my baby laid up on a 15 feet Lord. away from the north pole yes <laughs> And people are still like, oh, she's so cute. I'm like, she has shit all over. There I'm pulling this dress everywhere. over her head. And I put her here in this striped reindeer outfit. And so my reaction was, thank you so much. Her sister's over there. They're like, oh, she's twins. I'm like, yes. No, get the fuck away Yeah, go look me. at the I'm clean one. To... Yeah. Go look at the clean one. I'm changing this one's ass. Oh. Um, yeah. So let's go back. Okay. So tell us about delivery. I mean, you don't, I was there. I remember it. You were. But I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't do it exactly. Um, How was it? You had a C-section, first of all. Let's, I did. Let's say that. It was planned because they were, you know, hey, it's time to have the babies and we need to have them now. And you weren't going into labor or anything like that. They could have put me in labor, but you, but. Probably. Baby, baby A was, was breach anyway. Yeah. So it was like, this is the best thing to do. This is the course of action. Everybody comfortable with it? Okay, let's move forward. So, like, they put me in a room. They tell me to put on my, my scrubs so I have 15 minutes alone with my thoughts as I, yeah. as I get on my gear. And they take you in a room, take all your clothes off, and I put you already, on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, um, I just had my gown on, but I had, to, I had to take a shower. Okay, I took a shower, like, the night before and stuff. But they woke me up that morning. And they put my IV in, and that's when they blew my vein. And that was, that was the worst part was the IV. The the entire worst part of the whole thing at the very that? beginning. Yes, that was terrible. That uh, that hurt, man. I I don't know. I've never had an IV before, but that hurt. And um, but I had to take a shower and like scrub down with all this stuff with this like sterile stuff. I don't know. That was interesting. I didn't know that that was involved. Oh, but this was kind of funny. <laughs> I don't even think I told you this. The the nurse came in, so she was, like, checking me all over, you know, and, like, making sure everything was good. She was the nurse came in and brought me this to take a shower. She's getting me all ready, and she's helping me get in my gown. And she goes, <laughs> <laughs> she says, oh, well, <laughs> she said, well, the good thing is you're, like, you're clean shaven. <laughs> she's just like, that makes my job easier. So apparently, a lot of women come in there with a full bush and whatnot. I guess I don't know. Apparently, her job 
is to, to shave, shave your people or like to shave like some some of it. I don't know. I'm like, good God, because I know where the cut is. Like, if you got <laughs> shit going on all that way, we need to talk. Like, oh my God, you need but to, I was like, you need to give some style tips. But I thought that was hilarious. I was like. Oh, well, you're welcome. <laughs> like, I hadn't really thought about that. I mean, I guess they, they probably shave they probably shave a lot of the area, not just right there where the incision is. They probably shave right. a lot of it's the area. It's just so it's a sterile area because they put that right. betadine yeah, 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 on yeah, you yeah. and stuff. And so, yeah. So they got they got to do all that stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, she told me that. I thought that was so funny. So so uh, uh, apparently the... Uh, uh, the um, Shit, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, the, uh, uh, apparently pubic hair is not uh, – the death of pubic hair is uh, vastly uh, over uh, – shit. Get your shit together. Yeah, okay. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> pubic hair's death has been vastly exaggerated. Yes, apparently. The reports of pubic hair's death are vastly yes. exaggerated. Because apparently this girl go. still has shit into the stick and has to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Good God, bless your heart." You're maybe welcome. she's maybe she's just been there a long time, and she's used like for years maybe. and years. It was I like, don't know. <laughs> but she's I just still not used. I, you know what? That's the that's the three hundred and seventy fifth one this year that didn't have any pubic hair. <laughs> Strange. So weird. But no, so I was I was happy to help her out, and I was like, "You're welcome." I didn't plan it. I didn't even know we were coming here. So, <laughs> <laughs> this was not uh, for your benefit. Uh, uh, oddly enough, though, you had just done your toes and fingernails, I think, hadn't you? I did. I done my toes. And there you go. And, yeah, and, and my fingernails. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and you had also not shaved your legs, but you did like I, some version of nair or something. Yeah, like right? veet. I'd veeted them. You'd veeted them. <laughs> yes. Veet veet veet. Uh, I wonder if that has anything to do with like the. In veet in French doesn't it mean quick. I think that means oh. quick. I think veet 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 too sweet is how you very quickly. Ashcraft's wife. <laughs> She'd know. <laughs> we don't really speak about French very much anymore. It's funny enough. Uh, hey, um, so let's talk about having the girls. Let's talk about having the girls home. Okay. Um, first of all, we've got uh, two great big brothers. Yeah, that have both turned into Absolutely. really good, really, really good helpers. They were both, they were there. They actually got to meet the girls first. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than than you and me, they met the girls before anybody else. Yep. Uh, I thought that was really nice that we were able to do that. They they played hooky the day that the girls were born and got to come hang out with us at the hospital and then uh, go play with uh, Oma and Opa a little while too. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Um, the boys have been great. They've been awesome. Son number one. This is, and I wrote this down. This is my favorite note about son number one and the girls. When we first got there, we made a big production about hand sanitizer. Yes. Okay, guys. Got to have clean hands when you hold the babies. Yes, we want everybody to hold the babies. We're going to show you how. You can hold them anytime you want to. It's really, it's, it's good for us. It's good for the babies. It, yes, awesome. We love that you want to do it. Got to have clean hands to do it. This stuff will get you clean hands. Mm-hmm. You just squeeze a little in your hand. Wipe it over, you know, did the whole thing. We'd been doing this for a couple days now. We'd been home with the boys, uh, and we got them, like, right after we got home. Like, they came to see – they came to the hospital on Wednesday when the girls were born. We got out Saturday. We had them Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, (laughs) Sunday morning even. Sunday, middle of the day Sunday, we had them. 
all day Sunday and then like Monday and Tuesday too. It was quick. <laughs> it was quick. It was very <laughs> yeah. quick. Uh, but they were they were very helpful and and one of the things that sticks out though is is son number one wandering around the house telling me that he was looking for the sanitizer. <laughs> the <laughs> yes that was so funny. i was like no sir there is no fox news in this house no one needs need to the, be sanitized i need a sanitizer i'm looking for the sanitizer <laughs> i was like want to hold my did sisters say, did he say sanitizer yes he totally said sanitizer <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> That was so funny. Oh, man. And Deuce's um, volume. <laughs> Deuce, Deuce has a problem. Like, like Will Ferrell's character on Saturday Night Live, he has a problem controlling the volume of his voice. Oh, my God. He's so loud. But he was so quiet for a while. That's over and over. <laughs> I think the girl, like, he's experienced God. the girls full on crying, and he's like, oh, oh, the girls make noise too. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Like, I could be loud again. The other day, we were all, all six of us were in the van, and, um, <laughs> uh, one of the girls was crying, and she's, she's got a big old shrill voice, shrill cry, and, and Deuce was like shaking his head back and forth, <laughs> like, ah! Like and he was like had his teeth. He was showing his teeth like he was in, throwing them off. And I was like, "Oh, get her a friend. You're just as loud as she is." Yeah, seriously. Like any, like if you of all people should complain about yes. volumes, or I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. do not even fuss about that." Mm mm. Yeah, um, excuse you. Excuse you. What uh, what else you got? You got you got something else you want to talk about about the girls? I want to get to the list before we forget about it here in a minute. Um, it's not like awesome. this is it's not like this is the only time we're going to talk about them. Yeah. I'm sure. No, they're awesome. They are. They really are um, awesome. Hey, and they're doing really well. By the way, I guess we should update people. Like everybody is growing, happy, healthy. Uh, we've been to two doctors' visits now. We got another one coming up uh, in the middle of this next month, and. Four shots. Uh, yeah, they'll get a bunch of immunizations. You're very uh, upset about that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to actually come to that one and, and play the bad cop. Yep. I'm. I'm just glad we're not at a point in our society where we ad- self-administer immunizations. Like, I'm really glad there's another person that I can put this off on <laughs> uh, and be like, "Here, you do it. You stick the baby with the sharp needle." Yeah. It does say though to breastfeed them while they're getting their shots. It's like a, it's like a natural pain reliever for them or something. So, I'm gonna try that. I think uh, you should do that for me the next time that I have an immunization Shut too. Up. My flu shot next year. I think. Come here. Be a natural pain Come reliever here, for bun. me. Absolutely. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so um, they they've been home. Uh, no, they're, they're great. They're awesome. They've been home now for. F- Four weeks, five weeks? They're, I don't know. They're, they're five weeks old? They're almost six weeks, yeah. Six weeks old six on weeks Wednesday. Six weeks old on Wednesday. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> six weeks old on Wednesday, and we haven't broken them yet. I think no. uh, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> I've just bumped their heads in their car seats a couple of times. <laughs> I mean, if that's as bad it as might it have gets. been the same kid twice. <laughs> if that's as bad as it gets, I think we're, I think we're doing fine. They're doing fine. I was. Uh, I think I had already been dropped in a sink at least once by this age. I have not dropped anybody in the sink. 
Not dropped anybody at all. Not dropped anybody at all. Very proud of that. We're going to, as a yes. matter of fact, I think we need badges. We've had zero days <laughs> it's, no, since what, the last we incident. Is, yes. Uh, no, not zero days since the last incident. We've had, oh, yeah, we need yeah, the yeah, sign. And it's oh, a yeah. running, so we've had, if it's, if they're, if they're, let's say they're almost six weeks, that's uh, 42 days, 42 days since, since last incident. Last incident being their arrival. Their arrival. Yes. Um, so before we forget about it, you you have been keeping a, a list of <laughs> yes. Things. This has nothing to do with babies. None of well, that's right. None of them on there have anything to do with babies. None, uh, because you have uh, because you have not taken any notes since you. I mean, yeah. It's like you've been busy or something. Yeah. Okay. Do you just want me? You want me to just start reading them off? You, you and can like, if you want you to. You can kind of give backstory if you want to. Yeah, we could do that if you want. If you want to, yes. Okay. And if you if you see something <laughs> that you don't think will, if they're not worth mentioning, feel free to pass them over. Okay. To. Um, laughter is the best Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carl Malone always say, laughter, laughter is, is the best, best Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where that originated says, from. I think it was on Facebook. It was Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons said that yeah, about Carl. Yeah, I have written down Jay, Bill, and Carl collaboration. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yes, Bill Simmons. Uh, it is the sports guy, and uh, uh, oh, oh, I bet that was I bet that was in his book, the book of basketball. Yeah, uh, he been. he, uh, which is a very very good book by the way. Carl Malone, of course, a local celebrity here and an alumni of uh, our uh, illustrious uh, university uh, locally, uh, and uh, an all around good guy. I think generally too, but he does have a funny way of talking sometimes. <laughs> Carl Malone, Malone always say, laughter is the best Mexican. <laughs> hmm. Um, Fargan bastages. <laughs> so, uh, you bastages. There's a, there's a little movie called Johnny Dangerously starring Michael Keaton from the early, early 80s. And it's a it's a spoof on gangster movies, and it's it's like a big dumb comedy. <laughs> and uh, I loved it when I was a kid. I watched it a ton on HBO uh, at my grandparents' house. They had they always had HBO when I was growing up, and I'd watch movies that was probably really inappropriate for me to watch. We watched it on Netflix together to see if it hold if it holds up, and it totally holds up. <laughs> Uh, one of the one of the uh, the characters in the movie uh, curses a lot, but he curses incorrectly. So he says things like "you fogging bastards," <laughs> <laughs> so he can get away with <laughs> so he can get away with cursing more, pretty much than he could in a in a PG thirteen film. Yeah, you fogging bastards. Um, dog snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that began as a conversation with me and other guy actually pre podcast. I think he and I were discussed no. No. You and I talked about it, I know. You and I were laying on the sofa watching. Oh, and I just told him and he didn't think it was funny. He I did knew not it was, think it was funny. And it was freaking hilarious. It was very, very funny. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we were watching Seals? Yeah. It, yeah, it was Seals. It was like, it was like the North America. It was like the North America thing or Earth or whatever that. Uh, yeah, I bet it was Earth. The Richard yeah. Attenborough. Picture the seal in motion. Yeah, uh, you know, a graceful killer. It was that thing. Yeah, it was that thing where the the guy went around the country, and he was on the west coast. Do you remember that? I don't know. You, no, are no. you talking about the Stephen Fry? Yes. Stephen Fry sees America. Yes. That's what it was That's on. That's what it was on. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, wow, that's good. That's a totally different show. Stephen Fry, I think it's Stephen Fry's America, or Stephen Fry Goes to America, or something yeah. like that. But anyway, it's like six episodes, I think, and he travels all across the country, and one of the things he does is go to an aquarium, I guess, and, and plays with seals. I, I don't th- remember I think they this. were just watching seal watching. Okay, there, there you go. A little seal know. watching. Of course, it was one said, of America's favorite pastimes. And have you ever noticed that it doesn't that the, the that the seal doesn't it sh- it looks a lot like a dog and a snake had a baby? Yeah. Dog snake. It does look like a dog snake. I yeah. think if you were going to if you were going to name animals literally, like if there was ever an animal to name literally, that one co- that one's yeah, obvious. Yeah, cuz we had the conversation. We said, you know, Adams in the Garden of Eden. <laughs> And oh, God comes along yes. and he's like, hey, 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 what'd you name that one? What'd you name that one? Did you get to the dog snake yet? Yeah, did you get to the dog snake? And Adam's like, the what? And he's like, the dog snake. The thing that looks like the dog and the snake mixed, mixed together. Oh. And he's like, what? You mean the seal? The seal? And Jesus is like, Jesus Christ, what? <laughs> you, mean the, you mean the thing that's going to open at the end times? Yes. You mean the thing you put on an envelope? It's obviously seal. a dog snake. Obviously a dog snake. You jackass. <laughs> Oh, you fucking bastards! So freaking funny, man. Uh, versus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, YouTube videos. In case you have never seen it, uh, epic rap battles of history. Epic rap battles of history. Uh, they, versus. <laughs> yes. William Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, very, very good. There's several. Well, not several. There's like dozens of them now, and almost every single one of them is excellent. Yes. Um. These are all things, by the way, just from our relationship. Like yeah. you were taking notes, yeah, this about is just funny me. Stuff. Um, this <laughs> in case I ever ran away, I guess. So yeah. you could. T- well, this was what it was like. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> for when you broke my heart, I would just have memories. So sad. <laughs> well, it's not pathetic. sad now wow. since it's not sad now since since it's I married really you. Really pathetic when you say it out loud. Now you're holding our twin. One of them. You're holding one of the twins. I apparently at some point said, I hope heaven has a holodeck. <laughs> I do hope heaven has a holodeck. Me too. It'd be awesome. You, see, I, Dad and I were hanging out the other day, and he was talking about the heavenly choirs. And I like I, I do believe in heaven. I believe in an afterlife. I believe. I Very specifically, I'm a Christian, I and uh, we're both Christians. And I think... I think that some sort of a version of the biblically described heaven is true. However, I don't really think it's streets of gold and pearly gates. And I also, anytime somebody talks about heavenly choirs, I'm like, I don't want to go to a place where there's nothing but like the Mormon tabernacle choir style, (laughs) thousands and thousands of voices in unison singing hosannas. That's not my idea of heaven. Right. And I'm imagining that it's more than that. That is yeah. that's one like the idea of heavenly choirs and and the idea of like the the massive praiseful singing is one metaphor for explaining the excitement and the the activity and the exaltation and the wonderfulness that will be the the post life. But yeah, I really hope heaven has a holodeck. Yes. Um, I want to play Cowboys and Indians once in a while. <laughs> with Jesus. Uh, this Not one necessarily says, with Jesus, but with, you know, the lesser apostles. Moses. Moses. I would <laughs> totally play Cowboys and Indians with Moses. Uh, this one's... This it's one's, a hell of a thing to kill a man. Take away all he's ever had. <laughs> all he's ever going to have. <laughs> uh, this one's, you're the honey bun to his Diet Coke. 
that's the origin of your nickname, yep. as a matter of fact. Uh, I you were in in one of your friend. spouts of this fellow's an asshole and he's probably going to destroy my life, right? Yes. Uh, you were you were texting with uh, the best friend, and yeah. uh, she made the analogy. I am, I love many things, but one of the things that I love a lot, uh, as far as food goes, is uh, Diet Coke, and I love honey buns, and they go really yeah. well together. You can't have one without the other, and so you are the honey bun to my Diet Coke. That's a true story. Um, this one has this is a quote from other guy. But it makes me laugh every time I read it because it happened at his house. There's, <laughs> There's a lot of our formidable. There's a speed between fancy dinner party and pass the fuck out in the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, hell, I, I'm going to throw him under the bus. Yeah. He's talking about holiday friend there. He is talking, he's talking, talking about, about holiday our, friend. Uh, he's talking about our holiday friend. Our holiday friend came to town. And um, I mean, it's not you know, he's a guy with a lot of responsibilities. He's got a very uptight job. Uh, He's got a great wife, but like like they've got a young baby at home, et cetera, et cetera. And it was his first time away from the family, so to speak. The wife didn't come. Yeah. The baby was not there. He was alone at the house with his college buddies. And he forgot there's a speed between fancy dinner party and pass the fuck out in the laundry room. <laughs> and he forgot and went straight to pass the fuck out in the laundry room, drooling on the tile floor. He got better. No, no, no. Oh, he was, the wife was there. Because we tried to keep her away. We tried to, we tried to. I we, forgot all about that. Poor her. Oh. Poor Mrs. Poor, holiday poor, friend. Poor, poor holiday friend. I know. He was the one passed out on the floor. I know. Okay, this is a great one. He did get better though. He, he was even allowed to come over the next time. He did. Um, this is okay. This is a funny little conversation between the two of us. Um, you were you touched today by the passing of Vidal Sassoon? <laughs> Me? What? He died. You? Yeah. You're gonna like the way you look. That's Vidal Sassoon, right? Me? No. 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 That's Men's Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> a little, little difference. Little difference between Men's Warehouse and Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> um, we made like a you look. we made a sex bet about how you pronounce the word decipher, <laughs> and I lost. <laughs> you did, but I won. I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it's decipher. It's it's decipher. It's Excuse decipher. me, it is decipher. We had a huge we had a huge debate about it at other guys' house, and so later on, the whole room is quiet. Like the whole room, and we're all in the living room. And Jolson in the kitchen, and all of a sudden we hear the, goo- the Google translate. Siri. Yes, Siri, 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 Siri say, decipher. <laughs> I didn't take. I wasn't going to take your word for it. Just because y'all all thought it was true, doesn't mean. Hey, of course, the so other word, and we we've talked about this on the podcast funny. before. The the other word that I get wrong or have gotten wrong in the past a lot is codify. I tend to pronounce it codify. That's the way that I used yes. to pronounce it a lot. To me, there it's like root and route. Sometimes the sentence is phrased in a way that codify fits better. Sometimes the sentence is phrased in a way that codify fits better. The 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 the, the way that the sounds play off one another. Mm-hmm. One is right and one is right in other times. That's the way that I had felt about it. You guys pointed out that codify, of course, from the root code, not cod, <laughs> and perhaps. That might imply something about the way that the pronunciation should go. 
Um, and it, I was eventually swayed to think that you guys are right. However, in the past week, as a matter of fact, I saw a video online where a, a well-known producer, writer, whatever, I can't think of the guy's name right now, but the name of the, of the series that he's working on is called Penny Dreadful for Showtime. It was a behind-the-scenes of this show, and he's talking about how, how it came into being. And he said, uh, yeah, I just, I, you know, I was reading uh, Frankenstein, and then I read Dracula, and then I read The Portrait of Dorian Gray, and I thought, how could I codify all of these different, uh, you know, uh, parts of uh, horror literature into one uh, new story. And I thought, huzzah! Some, it's a fellow uh, kindred spirit. He understands. Uh, it's it's like poetic license, but it's for regular speech. That's the way that I feel about it. Yeah, but didn't he have an asterisk by it? Well, under it, the guy that was po- talking about the video made a joke about it. Yeah. Yes. There was no asterisk in the video. He's he didn't, like, this he dumbass. Didn't, he didn't asterisk the, the <laughs> yeah. sentence as he said it. Codify. Doink. <laughs> That'd be funny if you like asterisk yourself. Video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put some footnotes in this speech that I'm giving you. <laughs> um, this, you said this. Uh, you know the combination of smart and lucky that I am? I should never bitch about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel very... I, hey, and this actually might be a pretty good note to, to go out on because it's not going to be too much longer before yeah. the girls start getting hungry. I, that's a perfect example of how I feel super blessed. I mean, I think about it all the time. Like, I don't have the best life in the world, probably. Um, I don't have a ton of money. I don't have, uh, like, a, the nicest car. I don't. My parents aren't rich or powerful. I, I don't have friends in high places, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, I've got great people around me. I've got a lot of natural benefits mm-hmm. in my own life. I had a great childhood, et cetera, and I know that's not something that everybody can count on or can say and so i'm super super thankful about where i am and the the position that i was given and i try to work really hard with what i have and be worth it and that's definitely true about you and it's definitely true about the girls and the boys i we've got a beautiful family honey bun we really really do you're a lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> Fargan <laughs> bastages. No, you really are. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. No, it really is. It's it's wonderful. I love you. I love you. Um, save some more of your list so that we have things okay. to laugh at the next time that you're on the show. When other guy doesn't feel like doing an episode. Can I just say this last one? Yes. This will be this will be the after credit sequence. Uh, I got two. Okay. One is. Get in the mic. My love for you is like carrying this crate inside the house. Uncomfortable but necessary. By the end of the day, it gives me somewhere to park my dog. <laughs> so. One of, one of the things that happened when we when we got rushed to the hospital is that we had uh, we had we had dogs we have dogs to worry about. Your parents were great; they came over, they got the dogs. And we're like, we'll we'll keep the dogs. Don't worry about it. But then once we got back to the house, we have to go over to your parents' house, load up the crate, load up the dog, bring it back to the house. I kind of fucking hate these dogs. I <laughs> not really hate not like not like you hate Osama bin Laden or you know communism, but I. A little bit hate. A little, a little small, like a pilot flame of hatred <laughs> burning in my heart for these two dogs. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> and yet, my love for you <laughs> is like carrying this crate into the house. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable but necessary. necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the day, gives me some place to park my dog. That's a true damn story. <laughs> this is the other one. Oh, I got a phone call. Oh, well. Uh, there's actually two I wanted to read, but I'm going to read this one. The other night when I was rubbing lanolin, <laughs> lanolin on my boobs, and you were like, oh, yeah, medicate that nipple. <laughs> there's nothing sexier than a woman rubbing lanolin on her sore nipples. Even the name, lanolin. There's nothing, there's nothing sexy about lanolin. It's soft. It's not disgusting or anything. It's not like moist or like... You know, I don't know, Dermatrix or something like that. Lanolin, it's soft. You wouldn't think it was lanolin. bad. It is not sexy, though. It's not. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? I'm going to rub some of this lanolin on myself. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I got some good ones for next time. Excellent. Um, <laughs> until uh, the next time we have you in again, thank you for joining the show. Thank you for having me. Yay. Hey, Yay. let's talk about how quiet our babies were for like an hour and ten minutes. Because they were asleep and they weren't supposed to be. Well, they weren't really asleep the whole time. That's what I'm saying to myself. I kept I kept goosing this one over here. I don't know about you. I didn't really. Yeah, you should have been says, goosing her. And it says this is the time frame that we weren't supposed to. I know. You should have been goosing her. I know. Goose her now. Poke, poke. You don't just poke her. You got to tickle her a little bit. You got to warm up to it. <laughs> No, she's out. All right, out. Uh, let's 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 take these babies home and see if we can't fix all of the terribleness that we've done to their scheduling now. All right. Until next week, I'm one guy, and I'm Honey Bun. I almost said I'm other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, I'm one guy, and I'm Honey Bun. And this is how I became her handsome. And this is how I became his beautiful. <laughs> and this has been the podcast. Um. There's one on here. It says, we were just incompatible. I wanted him to take care of my fill valve, and he just wanted to put it in my flush valve. <laughs> he was fixing the toilet. <laughs> She's so great. Oh, I'm really the luckiest man in the world. Um, I hope you enjoyed that episode. And yes, in just a couple of weeks, we're going to come back with a new episode of Modern American Love Story, part four, part quatre, coming your way uh, very soon. I think quatre is four in, in French. I don't know. It's been a while since my French lessons. Uh, but anyway, um, if you've got questions that you'd like us to answer, especially about uh, the twins or about our ongoing marriage, then I'd love to hear that. You can email us questions about this or any topic or feedback generally about the show. I'd love to hear from you. Makes me weird at gmail.com. Don't forget to find us on iTunes uh, and subscribe, review the show. If you are enjoying it, we appreciate that. And it helps other people find us as well. Uh, but also I'd love to see you on Twitter or Facebook. You can search for us. Makes me weird pod on Twitter. You can search for makes me weird on on Facebook and find us there. Um, or you can just go to our website, alwayslisteningpod.com slash makes me weird. You can find every single episode of the show right there as well as contact info. Thanks so much for listening this week and uh, stick around next week. We've got some cool stuff coming up. We're going to have an episode of uh, very, very soon. We're going to have an episode of um, makes me weird about star Wars with my buddy, Kyle Sweeney. We're also going to have an episode featuring Josh Stein about James Bond. You know, specter is right around the corner. I'm a huge James Bond fan. I've been rewatching the movies. Uh, we've worked our way up now 
now to the Roger Moore era, and uh, we're going to be talking about our background and our history with James Bond, our goals and hopes for this Spectre film, and the future of the franchise. You know, there's the distinct possibility that the rights are going to change hands after Spectre is released. Uh, This is the end of the contract for Sony, and so there's no telling where the Bond franchise might go, except we know it'll be back in the cinemas before too long, because we can't do without James Bond. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. Tune in for more. We've got a new episode coming for you every Thursday here with What Makes Me Weird uh, and Joel Sharpton. Until next week, I am your host, Joel Sharpton. You can follow me on Twitter at The Rogue's Life or just come back here next week for another great conversation. Until I talk to you again, this is Joel saying keep it weird. You got busted without a dime be your name. You took a bus ride with your mindset to fame. They had a tough time remembering your name. Well, we don't. No, we don't. You missed your big chance to be a Hollywood star. But for most folks, that never was in the cards. Well, you sailed and you failed. Well, at least you got to do it while you were young Before you get old and you lose your nerve So here's to you From the great pelican state It's never too late To come back home So here's to you What Makes Me Weird is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find more info and a full list of our episodes at blogtalkradio slash makesmeweird. You can also email the show to makesmeweird at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook or Twitter by searching Makes Me Weird. Our theme song is From the Great Pelican State by Adam Dale. Two Guys and a Rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is the network. This is the sound of a man who unexpectedly fell into cold water and instinctively is trying to swim hard. This is the sound of the cold water shock, making him gasp uncontrollably and breathe in water until he drowns. Whereas this is the sound of a man who fell into cold water and knows how to survive. You have to fight your instinct to swim and just float until the cold water shock has passed and you can control your breathing. This is a safety message from the RNLI. Float to live. Visit respectthewater.com. This is not just bread. This is a delicious M&S sliced loaf. Just one of our range that has been sliced from pound fifteen to 65p. Enriched with vitamin D and fibre, it's great for packed lunches. This is not just value. This is M&S value. Subject to availability excludes franchise stores.